0: righteous warriors what is up this about episode four i think i think so season two episode four we gonna hit y'all with a little little bit of kickback yeah we're gonna relax big facts man you know i I don't wanna i think we're gonna do this probably every three episodes or so but basically all it's gonna be is just us talking about ourselves because we're narcissists (laughs) and um you know it's just gonna be a little bit of a chill episode um, because, you know, as we progress throughout the season The topics are going to keep getting darker and darker So, <laughs> we want to be able to, like, lighten the mood for y'all a little bit And just, you know, catch y'all up with us, you know um, So, sometimes we'll be doing Q&As Sometimes we'll be just talking about, like, whatever, whatever But Today, in particular, we're going to end up talking about, like What our life goals are as of right now Basically, a life update on us Life um, update uh, But first... But I have a couple of things to say. I was gonna tell you this before the podcast, but um, I decided to say it on the podcast because it affects it affects us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not really at all, but <laughs> really. but a little bit. Um, so y'all, I'm sure y'all have heard of uh, Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan. the Joe Rogan podcast, the biggest podcast in the world probably right now. Joe Rogan. That man left YouTube. For oh, real? He said or, or from what I've seen or heard, he's not doing his podcast on YouTube anymore. I forget why. I don't know if they started demonetizing his, his stuff or whatever, but basically he, <laughs> he's doing, uh, he's focusing on Spotify. Oh, he's only going to be on Spotify apparently, or he's, he's made a deal with Spotify and I think it it was worth like $10 million or a hundred million dollars. For his podcast to be on Spotify Four? I think it's 10 million dollars But do you know how many listens <laughs> You gotta get to get 10 million dollars That's crazy Bro I don't know if it's 10 million dollars per episode I don't know it might be Just like well no it can't be that much Cause I don't think he gets 10 million listens per episode But um I mean, Regardless He was already making a lot of money off of that podcast yeah. And you know So it, it's pretty interesting It's pretty cool you know, seeing him uh stand up for himself, stand up for his free speech, but uh Spotify send me some of that money. So, <laughs> <laughs> like like our money that way? I'm trying to see that. But, um. but anyways, um I just wanted to throw that out there. I thought that was a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. Shout out to Joe Rogan, one of my one of my favorite uh talkers probably right now on uh in America. But <laughs> <laughs> not on YouTube. I have a couple of facts. <laughs> A couple of a couple of backtrack facts that I wanted to talk about. Backtrack. And basically, um it, it's just things that I haven't I guess said on the episodes we've done this this year and then um yeah, that's really all it is. <laughs> so I have a couple of backtracks. Last week we talked about marriage, right? Yeah. And I talked about how marriage was overrated. And uh, basically, it's a bad, bad, bad investment. Now, what I didn't say, and no one has brought this up at all, but it's something that I thought about because my brain works in funny ways. (laughs) Um, I want to point out that, I, yes, I understand how important it is for certain communities to get married, right? So, like, just to have the power to get married to whoever you are in love with right so Mm -hmm. i mean i'm a mixed person my father's black my mother is white that was not always legal right especially in virginia like Mm -hmm. there's the case of uh it's a loving versus state where i believe it was a white man that tried to marry a black woman and they had to go out of state to get it done they came back to virginia and they were getting harassed um stuff like that so they had to fight a supreme court case to get rid of anti-miscegenation laws in Virginia um my mother herself is actually I believe she was the first she was either the first or second I'm pretty sure she was the the first she was part of the first mixed race marriage in her county in Virginia oh back in 19 I think they got married 1980 1979 1980 1981 something like that um so I I understand yes the the power and the importance of having that power, you know, and then, you know, speaking of like the gay community who only got their right to to truly be married, you know, what was it? A couple of years ago. It was like 2000, 2014 with um because of Barack Obama's legislation and stuff like that. So I want to put that out there. Yes, I understand. I understand the importance of those things. I understand why I understand why getting married is such a big deal. But that being said, I stand by my point. It's overrated. It's a bad bet. Um, but to those of you who do have the ability to marry who you love, to those of you who, um, to those of us who do fall in love and do get married, do choose to get married, um, it's a beautiful thing, you know, and so uh, I, I'm, I'm happy that we, in this country, are, for the most part, able to, to celebrate those things equally, no matter who we want to marry and uh, why, you know. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to marry kids. Don't do that. That's weird. Okay, that's fair. Very, <laughs> very weird. our first episode, another backtrack, our first episode, we talked about... Um, Addiction and how to get over relapse and stuff like that. And I just wanted to throw out there this uh this definition of addiction. I think I got it from Jordan Peterson or Alain de Baton. Um, oh, <laughs> um and basically what addiction is is it, it's not addiction to the substance, right? It's Having a substance that allows you to escape, slash run away from the reality that you're you're afraid of, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, people can be addicted to food because food gives them comfort because they have things going on in their lives that they're not they're they're too afraid to confront, um, and that's the same thing with alcohol, same thing with drugs, same thing with sex, same thing with. Uh, you know, all those different types of things. Um, and so, you know, getting help with those things, you know, it, it starts with getting help with, within, mm-hmm. you know, the external fix doesn't matter in my opinion, because you, you will, you will find something else to be addicted to. I, I'm i pretty sure that's one of the methods that some places train you. Um, to, to stop your addiction, is to find something else to get addicted to, right? Yeah. So like, uh, smokers, they used to get addicted to the nicotine patches, mm-hmm. and uh, chewing gum and stuff like that. Don't don't do that. <laughs> I mean, like, of course those those th- those those options are better than just straight up smoking, but at the same time, it's like you should you should find out why you're addicted to it. Right. Like what in your mind are you running from, you know, Mm -hmm. and then address that. And of course, you know, just like every, any addiction fix ever, nothing is going to fix itself overnight, but I promise you your life, your life will better itself exponentially when you truly find these real problems that you're running away from that you, you know, whatever. Y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyways sam tell us about your life tell us what's going on with you tell us what's what's changed what's new what's old what's remained the same tell us all these things man we're curious we want to hear from samuel morgan (laughs) 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 uh let's see let's
1: see let's see where do i start where do i start the beginning okay
0: <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> In the beginning there was darkness.
1: <laughs> um, what can I start? Okay, I'm I'm gonna start here. I'm gonna start here. Well, you, I don't know if y'all know, but your boy is applying to the police department, yes, sir. You know, your boy trying to get up there, up there. You feel me? Shout out to
0: episode too right he, listening to a third authority
1: yeah honor authority mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that's what i do you know i honor authority you know he is the
0: authority yeah well he's gonna um, be
1: i just you know <clears throat> why i wanted people to like why you want to become a police officer like it's so dangerous and stuff yeah i know that but it's not about like being in danger, you know. Even though I love action, you feel me? I love the action. <laughs> don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Now, <laughs> okay. I love the action, but it's all <laughs> it's like <laughs> a, it's <laughs> not like a drill <laughs> rapper. <laughs> it's not like Lil Reese. <laughs> I love the action, but you know, I just I just wanted to become a police officer because like I feel like it'll be something that can you know inspire even y'all or. You know anybody else that they can achieve their goals the right way. You know what I mean. Like you can become who you want to be the right way, and inspire the young people. You know, just be a role model, be a leader to the young people. But you know your boy gonna be riding a cruiser though. (laughs) You know I mean at high speeds. You feel me? And you know I'm gonna be. I got a need for speed. But, um, yeah, I just feel like being a police officer is going to be... It's going to not even inspire other people, but inspire me to inspire other people, you know? Mm -hmm. To be uh, motivated to achieve something that is so complicated, you know what I mean? Yeah. And right now I'm going through the process, the hiring process, which is... A lot. <laughs> uh, it's like a
0: thirty-five page. Bro, decade. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. bro. If my professor sent me a PDF like that, I'm dropping the class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finishing that class. Thirty-five Die. pages. My God. <laughs> but you know, it's I'm, necessary though. Yeah,
1: I get it. I get
0: it. They want to know everything. <laughs> you know, I think I think it's really cool. Sorry to cut you off if you're still talking, but I I, I think it's really cool that you know you as a young black man would do that sort of thing because i think we've we've talked about it actually on the podcast and in, in the first season yeah. um the importance of community and how far we've gotten away from it um mm-hmm. when you think about how how crazy the world has gotten and how how well connected we've become yeah. you know like i can have a full on conversation with someone in like india yeah. you know right now Mm -hmm. you know and then you know like i can i can be listening to like uk music and and like uk comedians and uk uh artists and all these different types of things and you know my identity will probably center more around like their community right even though i don't live there which is crazy to me to think (laughs) you know and so i i do think that being said i do think we've we've grown really far apart from our communities and doing things, like you said, the right way, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So I think it's really commendable. Was that the right word? I think it was. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think it's really cool, you know, to see a young black man taking, I don't want to say taking the responsibility lightly, but like taking the responsibility of his community and of communities in general you know you you don't have to just be a police officer in one place but um yeah taking taking that very seriously and uh accepting the responsibilities that come with it one of the things i'm going to talk about whenever we do our uh episode about well i'm going to talk about it later in my thing but whenever we do our episode about the meaning of life mm-hmm. that's, one of, that's one of the things i want to talk about is is the importance of taking responsibility and and how that Shapes you as a human And helps you You know Build a better life For yourself
1: Yeah Like you said I honestly think This is Gonna make me A better person Mm -hmm. You know Yeah Because of All the training And just all the things Like the academy Is like Eight months bro Yeah Like eight months Of just Training And just You know Hard things That not everybody Can do You know And I believe That I can do it You know what I mean and cause we were righteous warriors out here. You know? Absolutely. So, I just I feel like this is gonna make me a better person. Like it's gonna let help me learn different other different things that I haven't learned before. And maybe you know, I can teach y'all some things. You know what I mean? Just like how to like <clears throat> control your mentality, like your your mental states, and like how to be calm under intense situations and stuff like that it's some it's, it's really cool it's something that i always wanted to do like honestly the i've been inspired by my brother-in-law to become a police officer mm-hmm. you know like i took classes like in high school like homeland security that that I, gave, I guess that gave me a little boost to be like okay this is what i really want to do because i got a little bit of insight on it but yeah my brother-in-law inspired me to be a police officer so that's what i'm gonna do i want to be a police officer not just because he's one but i want to do it yeah because i want to be one in my community because i've seen friends and family members make wrong decisions and i just want to break that curse of making wrong decisions you know what i mean but yeah that's real cool man
0: you got anything else that's updated with you Um, that you want to talk about like, like in within your beliefs and in your faith, anything like that.
1: Um, me. Um, I'm still working on my. Well, the coronavirus and stuff. But I'm wait. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on my logo stuff From ministry and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But it haven't come back because of the corona. You know things are shut down But they slowly open things up
0: We are in phase one Phase (laughs) Phase one one of the purge (laughs) (laughs) But
1: but, um Yeah I'm excited for my ministry And like I'm about I'm going to be shooting a promo video soon Once everything starts To get you know Shiny outside and not rainy (laughs) You know what I mean And your boy got a drone so Uh-oh. we're going to have we're going to have some good stuff on on YouTube too. We're going to have some there. down power lines. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have some good footage for y'all on YouTube and stuff. Of course. But, um What else? What else? Um I can't think of everything, but what
0: you got, bro? Oh man. Oh, look. boy. I got a lot. You How much lot. time we got on the podcast? We got we got 16:45 right now. Shoo, man. So I mean, I don't even know where to start with me, bro. Um so, okay, I'll start here. For those of y'all who don't know, uh if you didn't listen to the college uh episode, which if you didn't, why didn't you? <laughs> punk. Go back and listen to it. But anyways, um I came into college I, I'm I'm about I'm I'm a rising junior in college right now. I I came into college as a health and physical education major, because um, I really thought I wanted to teach the youth and you know one of my biggest pillars in life is health and exercise um, and and how we should understand those things and then once we created the podcast I was kind of like well that's going to be (laughs) useless because I mean for those of y'all who don't know teachers work good teachers work about 12 13 14 hours a day right it's not just what you see in the classroom it's it's about what they do beyond the classroom with lesson plans um grading writing uh developing tests um and if you're a really good teacher you're dynamic you don't just uh you don't just have the same set of lesson plans for every single year you're you're constantly changing your things you're constantly adapting to your new students you're constantly adapting to different learning styles you know you're working really long days, and, you know, if you're really committed to it, you're working seven days a week. Now, you might be saying, you're just going to be a gym teacher. First of all, it's physical education. I'll fight <laughs> you about it. But, <laughs> but, yes, I understand. It's just it's just physical education class. Most of y'all didn't have, you know, a, a very good physical education class, but my class would not be like that. My class would be very, very, very well taught in different ways that uh, physical activity... Helps your life, builds your life, and helps those around you. You know, even if you aren't the most athletic person, even if you are, even if you are like a handicapped person per se, um, there are ways that physical activity can help you. But that being said, I changed to become a communications major. I was stuck between um, digital media arts and communications, and also nutrition. Uh, nutrition was probably like my favorite just because I really do love nutrition and exercise, as I've already said. But I was going to have to – basically, I was going to have to stay another year in college, and I don't got the bread for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not willing to do that just for a stupid bachelor's degree. (laughs) Um, So that was out the picture. Um, And then I went to – I went between digital media arts and communications. And digital media arts was more for, like – To me, it was more for the behind-camera people, um, the people who are, you know, setting up the camera, setting up the the technology and stuff like that. And then communication, to me, was more for, like, people who really want to be in front of the camera, people who want to be on camera, people who want to do the writing, you know, all that type of stuff. Um, You know, it, it leads to certain different pathways, such as, like, news writing. It can lead to... I mean, communications can lead to a lot of different things. Uh, HR, like it can lead (laughs) to a lot of different things. And I chose communications because um, I think it'll help me become a better writer. For those of y'all who don't know, I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book of poetry and I'm writing a novel right now. And then it also leads to... It also branches off into the digital media arts things. So I've taken like a graphic design class. I'm going to take a photography class, a web design class, a videography class, all those different types of things. And, you know, that'll help when that those things will help when we're making the videos. Right. Mm-hmm. We have the YouTube channel. Righteous Warriors MBS, by the way. Check us out. Check us out <laughs> on YouTube dot com. <laughs> and so um we have that already. But it, those things those things will help me, you know understand, uh, I guess the, the, the composition of those, of, like, videos and things like that a little bit more, as well as being able to, um, (laughs) as well as being able to, to build my own things, um, so, that all being said, I've been struggling, because I'm kind of, like, bro, what's the point of me being in college? If it's like (laughs) things that I can already learn, like online, you know what I'm saying? I can learn, I can learn all these things from YouTube. But on the other hand, I'm a student athlete. Like I love, bro. When I tell you, oh my goodness. When I tell you, I love my track team. (laughs) I love them. Like they are my own family. Like I'm, I'm so serious, man. And, um, we have, we have, uh, they, they, they really changed my life in a way. Like, they've really helped me to see the light, I guess. Like, I was already changing. And then this year, it was just like... For those of y'all who don't, I'm not that close with my, like, real family. So to have them essentially become my own family. Like, I can tell those those people anything. And I'm always there to help them, of course. You know, it it, 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 it means a lot to me because... You know, I've never really felt like such a a part of something, right? Other than the Righteous Warrior Movement, mm-hmm. and so you know, I really love them. But let me tell you how much I love them, right? <laughs> I'm going back to college. I'm probably gonna end up paying anywhere between seven and eleven thousand dollars to go back to college this year, right? Um, which I don't have. It'll be a loan, which means I'll end up paying twelve to thirteen to fourteen to fifteen thousand dollars, right? Because mm-hmm. that's how loans work over time. So, that being said, I could move out right now. Mm -hmm. I have a job where I could become a full-time worker. I could go out, get my CPT to become a, a personal trainer right now. I could do that. Never come back to college, not have to take on all that debt. Be able to pay my student loan debt off or, you know be able to pay the the monthly payments on my student loans be able to afford rent with a roommate or two and then be able to still afford groceries and luxuries right i could do that i'm 20 for those of y'all who don't know i freaking hate living at home (laughs) bro i hate living with my parents so much (laughs) and i'm sure we all do at this age but like i'm so ready to leave but bro i love my team and they're seriously the only reason I think I'm staying in college right now. Absolutely. Um, I understand how important the degree is. I understand how important it is for young black men to go and get their education. But it's like, bro, I'm, I'm dedicated to this. Like, this is gonna be my business. You know? Yeah. I could. We could grow this without a, without a, a degree. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm, I'm, I'm paying for the network, and I'm paying for to, to, I'm paying to, I'm paying to play my sport. I'm paying almost $13,000 to play my sport. Like, that's it, you know, and it, it hurts a little bit, but it's like, bro, I just know that it'll be worth it when I look back on life and I'm just like, dang, but I did that, though. Yeah. You know, when I, when I, when I go and see, like, how many championships we won, how many, like, if I won a personal championship, if I make it to nationals, if I become an academic All-American, you know, all these goals that I set when I came in, you know, looking back, it's like, bro, you did that, though you know what i'm saying so that that, that, that that's kind of where i'm at right now um with school and like i guess life purpose in a way but i've been i guess the the bigger topic to me would be my my faith um i said it last week but i'm not a People ask me all the time because I, I speak in terms of, of Christianity, right, all the mm-hmm. time. I, I speak very, I guess, biblically, and I, I speak about Christ, and I speak about God. If you follow me on Twitter, I'm always talking about God and, like, Christ and all that stuff, like how God changed my life and all that stuff. I am not a Christian. That may be hard for some people to wrap their heads around because they're like, what you talk about God? What you mean you're not a Christian? You're definitely a Christian. No, 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 no. I'm not a Christian, but... um The reason I say that God and Jesus Christ have saved my life in a way is because when I read the story of Jesus, whether or not he's this, you know, omnipotent, omniscient, all powerful figure, right, that rose from the dead and all this other stuff, whether or not that's true doesn't even matter to me. That's why I don't call myself a Christian, because I don't care about that. What I do care about is the fact that this man came onto this earth and spent 30 years of his life among people, right? And still made the conscious decision to be like, hey, I forgive all of you for what you're about to do to me. Mm -hmm. For him to have the knowledge to be like, to be among his friends, his peers, these people that have allegedly dedicated their lives to him and, you know, they're, they're they want, they, you know, they love him, they they claim they love him. But for him to be among them, he's like, one, if not all of you are going to betray me. And I accept it, you know. Mm-hmm. The amount, <laughs> bro, the amount, not the amount of maturity it takes to know that and not be slapping everybody in the <laughs> face, bro. Oh my gosh, that is amazing to me, but That being said, still, this man suffered, suffered for other people. That's something that's like so beyond every other human ever. Mm -hmm. And I talked to you this. I talked to you. I talked to you personally about this last week and and my, my real beliefs with like what I want to do with my life and like building a family and stuff. And I told you that I don't want a family Right. Because when, before we started this, the only, my only goal in life was to have a family. And now I feel like it would be much more useful for me to dedicate my life to this movement, right? To whatever we can do, however many people I can help before I die, right? And, you know, I, I don't, I don't think it'll, it'll necessarily, I don't think that doing that. One, two reasons. I don't think that I can have a child, children, right, and be be an effective parent, as well as dedicating my entire life, all, however many years I am allowed on this earth, dedicating all of that time, to to helping other people, to bettering communities to bettering people's lives to helping people to to basically my overall goal is to (laughs) I don't want to say suffer but like take on the burdens of people so that they can live their own selfish lives right not to say that not to be say that in a rude way right Mm -hmm. but to say more so that I believe I believe it's human nature to be selfish in terms of your own bloodline right so like we can just look at... We can look at... What the heck is she writing, bro? We can look at... um, What's it called? We can look at the coronavirus and how it started out early, right? Mm-hmm. People were so selfish because they thought we were like all going to die or something. Yeah. Bro, when will you ever in your life need 19 bags of toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, like... I, in a way, it's like, yeah, those people are being selfish, but... Also what are they doing they're protecting themselves and them and their families they're making sure that their families have the the exact necessities that they will need right so you know in a way you can you can demonize that but you can also you can also praise that in a certain way you know mm-hmm. and i don't think there's been many people who have truly lived their lives according to the words of Jesus, according to the sacrifice of Jesus and not to say that it's my job to do that, but I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, that's why I met Cuzo. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I'm only 20 years old by the way. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, do I think I'll get married at some point? Probably. Probably not before the age of 35, but probably. Do I think I'll have kids? No. I don't think so. I don't I don't see that as a good thing for the kids or for you know, the people that I plan on helping. Now, if it comes if there comes a time or a, a situation where like adoption might help people, I might do that, yeah. right? Cuz I I think that's that's a beyond myself move, you know, yeah. but also I understand that it's not necessarily my job to be a savior to anyone you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it's kind of a I don't know I'm only 20 years old so I haven't fleshed this like ideology out yet you yeah. know but at the same time I guess the point of it is that Jesus' sacrifice affected me in such a way that I understand that like this life isn't necessarily mine to live
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know um, And uh,
1: I'm about to piggyback on what you just
0: said.
1: Yeah. In my personal way. hmm Because you know people want to know, like, a different type. Absolutely. I mean? So, for all that you want to know my perspective on different things because you know how people be. Um, you heard Reggie's side. I'm going to tell you my side. Just, you know. Of course. So we can have some, you know. Talk your spit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Me, yeah, I live. I grew up in the church. Obviously, I was I was born into the church. Um, like I, I was a baby. I was a baby in the church, and like I've been in the church all my life and stuff like that. And like I've been in my family, like my family, um, been in the church since too. But my dad and my well, my dad. He was, um, back in his days, I don't know exactly, (laughs) you know, but back in his day, he's got, he was saved, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's been serving Jesus every day, like, you know, ever since then. And like, I see like with my family, my family, it's like everybody just draws to us, you know what I mean? Like even the younger people draw to us. My family and stuff like that yeah. Cause you know mama Mama will spoil you now Mama <laughs> will spoil you <laughs> Daddy too Yeah, Daddy will spoil you now But you know it's just like We just have love for people You know we just have a love for people But my perspective is like Yeah I mean Me in the future I want to have I want to have a family I want to have kids, kids Because like I know, like, I'm not... None of y'all get this twisted or nothing. I'm (laughs) not trying to, like, come in at Reggie or anything like that. This is mine. But I feel like, like, my point of view, I feel like that, you know, having a family and having a wife is, like, motivation, you know? Mm -hmm. It's, like, motivation to, you know, have those things, you know? Have a family that you can bond with that you can you know show them what you did in your and like in your you know when you were growing up and stuff like that and tell them all the experiences and like show them all the things from your past and stuff so maybe like they can be motivated to create their story you know what I mean and like I want to have like I want to have kids that's just one thing that's like a ultimate goal in my life is yeah. to have kids and get married too to somebody that I really love you know what I mean and like like when I said that I I've been like I've served like i be served I served Jesus for like the the my my whole life you mm-hmm. know like God is my everything you know like I can't, I can't explain how like it's just like you have to experience it you yeah. know what I mean but I'm just saying like God God is just like so good you know like there's been times that where I wanted to quit you know like there was times that I didn't think I was going to get through things you know mm-hmm. but God pulled me through I didn't know how but it, he pulled me through He pulled my family through. If you were here, like, my family's, my parents' testimony, Mm -hmm. you know. Me, personally, I shouldn't be here talking to you. Honestly, I should have died in my mom's womb. You know what I mean? My two sisters should have died, too. You know what I mean? But God pulled us through, you know, because we have a purpose on this earth, you know. When we're called to do something, when God calls us to do something going to finish what he has done mm-hmm. you know what i mean what he has set in place he's going to finish so with all that being said is that you know i don't like i would say like yeah you could ded- like i would dedicate my life to people and like serve them and stuff like that because that's what jesus did you know we served he served others and stuff like that That's a part of ministry Is serving people mm-hmm. You know what I mean And I don't mind Like serving people Like I honestly Want to go serve The homeless You know what I mean That's something That's on my heart To do And I like There's nothing wrong With that You know But God God empowers Me Honestly He He gives me The strength He gives me The courage When I don't even Have any You know what I mean he was the one that throws the towel back at me when I want to throw it back in, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I throw it in, he throws it back. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no, you is not throwing in the towel. you going to take these L's, Sam! <laughs> because, <this> is, <laughs> like it's like you learn from your failures. You Absolutely. Know? You learn from your failures, and when you learn from those things, you become successful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what... All the successful people did. They failed and failed until they, so had they to. you know, they have to learn these lessons, and then once you learn the lessons and put them all until you apply them, then you become successful. Yeah, man. And that's what we're doing. You know, that's what we're doing. We're, we're, hey, we're learning lessons and we're applying them and trying to, you know, see what works, what doesn't, and then you know we just. Build up from there You know yep. And that's how We become successful You know My man Reggie He gonna be on A different path We all have Different paths You know We all do huh? But we all Come into the Bigger picture The Big facts You know what I mean Righteous warriors baby And just like how You know me and Reggie Might have different things You know We got different like, views and different beliefs But we, we hold each other together Big facts You know, we like yin and yang You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, left, right hook, left hook, you know? Big facts You know? But it's just like, that's, that's the beauty of it, honestly Because, like, different Because God made us all different You know what I mean? We have different things We're not, if we were all the same, it would be boring Facts Honestly Facts It's just boring What if, like, everything was green
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just gonna be
1: horrible. It you know was <laughs> cytoplasm on my earth. <laughs> like that's just gonna be horrible. But you know, I just I see things like yeah. Oops,
0: I was supposed to say chlorophyll. <laughs> oh, the sun's gonna go roast me for that one. <laughs>
1: but yeah, man. Like I grew up in a church, you know, and I just feel like God has has a plan. You know, every everybody has a part in His plan. It's just you gotta have faith and you just have to believe in it, yeah honestly And, like...
0: that's what we doing out
1: here, you know that's Absolutely. what we doing so like I don't know, you know,
0: one of my other mm-hmm. things i've been uh i've been doing how long do we take this take us we we could take it to an hour, maybe we'll just yeah. stop it when it stops, yeah, but um, when we stop, but um another th- one one thing I've been really working on is is a lot of reflection um. Just because of like, I think a lot of my, a lot of my negative feelings now, well, not now, but a lot of the negative feelings that I was facing that I never really got over um, from like last year and the year before, a lot of it is really based in like, um, not reflecting on my past and not understanding the things that I've been through, I guess. So a big uh a, a big thing to me has been I guess really learning why I feel the things that I feel and then learning like why my impulsive decisions were so bad at the time <laughs> <laughs> um because uh, another another episode we're going to have to do this season is forgiveness because I don't think we've done a full episode on oh, forgiveness yeah. yet. That's a good. That's oh, a really God. it's a really good topic. Really good. Um a really important topic and a lot of the a lot of the things that I faced are problems with self-forgiveness because <laughs> listen, my life could be so much different if I didn't mess up so much when <laughs> I was a teenager. Um just, I mean, just, just the ages of, like, 14 to 18, bro, I was dumb, <laughs> like, dumb, dumb, and, you know, all the lessons that I needed, particularly when I was 18, right, particularly right before I stepped on campus at college, all of the lessons that I really, really needed are coming to me now, you know, and it's it's like, you can look at that two ways, you can be like, well, God dang it, <laughs> like, yeah. Where was this two years ago when I was, like, happy, the happiest I had ever been, you know, and right before this apocalypse hit my life, I could have been prepared for this. And, you know, that that's one way of thinking of it, you know, a very pessimistic view. But the way I look at it now is like, okay, well, how can I use this? How can I use the this knowledge, right, This these philosophies that I, I've, I've come across? How can I use these to better my life for the future, right? Like I said, I'm only 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Let's say you know you never know what'll happen, but maximum I live another eighty years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time, you know. Like twenty 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 years has gone by pretty quickly. I understand that, but man, if I had just take if I had the knowledge I have and I was eighteen, right, and I had been able to use that, that that happiness would have like, I don't think it would have compounded necessarily, but it would have, it would have been more sustainable. You know, I I could have been able to keep that until at least up until now, knowing the things that I, that I know now, but at the same time, you can't take that. But what you can do is take what you have now, take the lessons that you've learned, take the lessons that you learned from those failures, you know, take the lessons that you learned from that happiness and you can take that into your next whatever your next happy state is going to be, whatever your next state, whatever your next achievement is, you can take it into that and then make that sustain longer. And then when that breaks down, do the same exact thing for your next happy moment, right? Like, it's all about it's all about building, you know? It's all about building and investment and learning in, about what you're going to grow into, right? And a, a big thing for me lately has been... Um, one sustainability but also as opposed to just searching for happiness I search for uh what's the word I'm looking for? I don't look for happiness, I look for um a reason. Mm-hmm. Right? I chase I, I guess the word I'm looking for is reason. But so as opposed to as opposed to just being like, oh, this makes me happy. I'm gonna keep doing this, right? That's how addictions form. Mm-hmm. That's how, that's what I feel, you know. So as opposed to that, I found I found a purpose in life, right? Which comes through the podcast. It comes through the YouTube channel. So what I've been doing is re- well, <laughs> I invested in a TikTok <laughs> boy. <laughs> after, after telling Sam that I would never get a TikTok, I invested in a TikTok. And why did I do that? Because in my mind... No, in in my mind... (laughs) You wouldn't do it with me at first. In my mind... (laughs) I'm just... I'm going to hold this against you for the rest of your life. Listen, listen. Okay, but when I blow up... (laughs) And we get the views... But no, in my mind, it was like... TikTok is a... It's like a wildfire, right? Like, you get likes from, like, eight people. And all of a sudden, 10,000 people have seen your your TikTok, right? Mm -hmm. So... In my mind, it's like a faster way to get, I guess, clout, and then to get traffic onto the to the to the podcast, and eventually to the YouTube channel for those who need it, right? Um, and you know, so there's that. You know, there, there's a purpose behind that. It's not just I make it TikTok because I need attention. I don't give a good gosh darn about attention. When Sam first, when like when, like when Sam first came to me with the idea of TikTok, and people kept coming up with TikTok, I was like, bro, this is stupid. Like you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. like, like a lot of people. It's, it's just a bunch of teenagers who want attention. Yeah. It's just a bunch of, of thoughts uh-huh. who want to show off their butt and yep. stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm just like, well, but I can grow my brand this way. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so now who needs attention? <laughs> right. And so, you know, there's there's that, and then there's you know, I be bugging y'all on Twitter. I'll be bugging y'all on Instagram. I'd be like, hey, check out my YouTube channel. Check out check out the podcast. Check out all these things. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be feeling like I'm annoying, but I'm like, hey. And it's TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, hey, I just need to reach the that one person, right? Show. Sure. You know, that one person who needs to hear our domestic violence episode. That one person who needs to hear our womanhood episode. That one person who needs to hear shoot the college episode. Whatever, bro. Whatever it is, somebody, I, I feel like we have something in at least one episode, or excuse me, I have, i feel like we have one thing in at least every episode that somebody needs to hear somewhere. It may only be one person on earth, but good gosh darn it, I'm going to find that person and I need them to listen to my show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> listen to I, it. I just want them, I'm a big believer, I, there was a philosophy somewhere, somebody said it, I think it was uh, from the New Living Theater that I learned it from. But basically, the idea is that, you know, you sit 100 people in a room, right? Let, let's say, like, remember the Motivational Mondays we used to have for, right. at a bird? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Those was yeah. whack, right? <laughs> yeah, But the, the, the idea is that you sit 300, 400 people in the room, right? And you show them this this motivational thing, this groundbreaking thing, this idea. One person in that room will take that idea and take it seriously And then that will be the person that can change the world, right? Hmm. Hmm. So, I mean, you know, I don't think I'm the most intelligent person. I don't think I'm the best talker yet on earth. Like, none of those things. But I do think that I have, I I think that we have points. We have made points. Even as 20-year-old, 19-year-old people, we have made points that can change, that can help someone find a way to change the world. And if not change the world, then it can change their life. And if not change their entire life, they can change their life in the moment. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's just so many degrees that I, I see these things. And to wrap it all up, I think it all begins with, like, me helping myself. True. Right? Like...
1: You cannot impact people if you ain't impact yourself.
0: It's a big... I'm a big Jordan Peterson follower. Follower, And one of his... What was it the 12 Rules for Life or whatever? One of his things is... um set your own house set your own house in order before you criticize the world. Hmm. And I think <laughs> that's become like the most important thing for me hmm. right now. It's just like you know, I used to want to help people without at all facing any of the problems in my life and it was like how huh? <laughs> like, how how can you help someone fix their life when your own life is miserable? True, you know. And so you know that's just what i've been on lately is how can i fix my own life how can i how can i work out better how can i eat better how can i fix my relationship with my parents how can i fix my relationship with my family in general how can i you know become a better friend how can i become a better person in a relationship you know all those types of things love and even 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 like looking at my last relationship and how it ended like for those of y'all who give a good gosh darn like (laughs) basically (laughs) basically like i don't know i don't need to put that information out there uh what can i say basically i'm stubborn right and i don't like to change myself but uh the particular thing that that person wanted to change about me i believe is a core part of my personality so I'm like well how would you try to change me and then on top of that I felt like what they were saying was disrespectful and uh a little bit ungrateful towards me right and it's like and I I just broke up with them on the spot like immediately right and it's like well there's a different way I could have done that right Mm -hmm. because there's gonna like I don't want to say I'm a special person but I'm a different type of person, <laughs> you're right? A different breed. I'm a different person to deal with. Like, I know I'm hard to deal with, but, and so, like, if that happens in the future, like, you're just going to break up with every girl that ever has a problem with you? Like, are you going to, you going to, you're going to tell every girl to just, you know. Deuces. Basically, you're right. Basically, F okay. off just because, like, she's telling you what she feels, you know. And, uh, what if you get married? Who? First of all, we know I'm not getting married. <laughs> <laughs> i was just saying, <laughs> but but that's a, that's it's a an possible. excellent that's an excellent point. Is like, I guess being able to learn to take criticism as as much as I can dish it out, you know. Yeah, which I mean, I can take it Pencils. decently well now, but is key. yeah, I've just been a lot of self reflection, man, and, what and trying learned. to make myself better. I feel you,
1: yeah. But talk yeah. that stuff, talk that stuff. But what, what I've learned is, well. You know, I learned how to talk things out. This is just me personally, I, honestly. I was, I was like that. I was like that in the back in the days. Yeah. You know, back in my days. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. But you know, I've become bigger and better. You know, I've become. I learned some lessons, and like you know, it honestly helped me today. But what I learned is like talking things out, analyzing things out. <laughs> just saying.
0: Analyze and revive. For those of y'all who do drinking games, <laughs> y'all should listen to the whole season too and take a shot every time we say analyze. And <laughs> analyze and revive. For those of y'all who work out, it's hundred push ups every time we say analyze And revive. Analyze and revive. Bro, they would be like a hundred thousand push ups. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, but just like I just love like I'm a person that loves to talk it out, honestly. Absolutely. You know? Talking things out honestly help you know help me because like that can be with anybody you know with my with my parents with my sisters with my uh, my brother- in-law with with reg with anybody you yeah. you know what I mean anybody in this
0: world talk it out talking it out and then
1: analyze and revive
0: <laughs> <laughs> talking it out and then I want to specify because I know young people don't like to talk it out. To to take it to the next level. Talking it out and then listening. Yeah. You know, talking it out. When I say young people, I mean young minded people. Because I know yeah. I know some 50 year old, 60 year old people that don't like to listen. But listen, talk it out and then listen to people. Cause I promise you, I promise you, people will tell you exactly what they need from you. Mm-hmm. And will tell you exactly how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. But you cannot take offense to those things. You have to be... If you love them, you cannot take offense to those things. He said, Analyze and revise." He whispered it. So, so now you're on 600 push-ups. Um, but but yeah, so you really got to be able to, to take it when they listen to you because what they're trying to do is make the relationship better. They're not trying to attack you necessarily. But that being said, when you talk to people, don't attack people. <laughs> like you have to... Oh, man. I wish everyone could take, like, interpersonal communication classes, and it just shows you with the right teacher. It just shows you how, like, how much of a butthole you really are, right? Because, like, they'll show you these scenarios. They're like, if you found yourself in this scenario, and you acted this way, you might be a little too aggressive, right? <laughs> like, they'll they'll, they'll, they'll they'll tell you, you know, and... Straight up. Legit. So, I don't... I, what Sam is saying is one hundred percent true. I just I just took I just took it another another step farther because I know people out there are, are still a little a little bit childish emotionally and think that, you know, just just communicating is enough or just saying words is enough. When in reality you have to learn that you can't just yell at your partner and expect them to get it. Yeah. Whenever you try to whenever you do something that might embarrass someone or belittle someone, you've already lost them as a student. You know they're not going to respond to you. Yeah. Um, another thing that I learned is learning the right time to talk about things. Yeah. Uh, shout out to shout out to whoever taught me this, but <laughs> but um, I learned it very recently actually, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you a type of person where like if I have a problem, I'm trying to talk about it immediately. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like especially at college. It's like, bro, what room are you at right now? I got to come talk to you about this. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. Like, I don't care who you are. I got to come talk to you about it right now. Because, like, my mind cannot work if we don't talk this out. That's how
1: I'm, I'm guilty of this. Bro,
0: but you got to learn the right time to talk to somebody. Because because guess what happens? When you when you talk to somebody when your emotions are really high about something. You just
1: mess everything
0: up. Yep. You, you, are, you are a lot more likely to start yelling at them, to say some things that you don't mean, to say some things that don't need to be said, to say yeah. things that will lose their interest in the conversation, right? You really, really, really have to be able to take your time, think your thoughts out, process, process, analyze, and revise. Yeah, <laughs> <Analyze> and revise. <laughs> like I did. it? Okay. Yeah. But you gotta be able to do that, and then talk to them. Like you don't have to talk to them immediately about whatever. Yeah. Because I promise, I promise you, as soon as you start yelling at them, whatever, whatever, whatever. Bro, you about to ruin the whole situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you yes, know, sir. not to say that it's your fault, not to say that it's their fault, but. It's both of y'all's fault. Either way, it's an L for both of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that dang. That's a good lesson, too. We Learn when to talk to people. We can talk about that. We, we can, can talk about episode. that. We can just have like a whole episode on relationship communication. Yeah. That could be friendships or, you know, relationships. Mm-hmm. Work relationships. I don't know. I don't want to talk about that. I'll be, mm mm. I suck at talking to my bosses still I don't want to talk about that Yeah, I I suck at talking to my bosses (laughs) I'm still employed (laughs) (laughs) At the moment Bro I need to learn that too That's something I really need to work on Is like talking to my I guess work people Cause like Bro I'm a janitor Right At a gym Like When you're a janitor You know me Most of y'all who are listening Know me Like I'm a cool dude I'm chill Like I'm funny sometimes, like, I just want to be talking about life, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, when you're a janitor, you know how bad people look down on you?
1: Because you're a janitor. Because
0: you're a janitor. Yeah. Because you, you know, you you clean fecal matter, right? Like, you're an untouchable, essentially. People look, look so down upon you. I bet, I bet, like, I haven't really marketed it to anybody in my gym, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet when a lot of people hear how, like, how I can talk, what I talk about, you know, at the gym, I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, whoa, you know, like, yeah. like that, <laughs> it's just crazy to me how, like, people really look at other people as if they're worth less or more just because of the job or position that they hold, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, I don't know, but... That's just a quick thought. I don't know. It just came upon my mind. But uh, some slight, some slight, some slight, some slight. Treat people uh, in the in the service industry. Treat people who are who who clean your dookie. <laughs> Treat people kindly, bro. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Big facts. No matter no matter how much money you make, mama No matter how much money you don't make. No matter what's going on in your life. True. You know nobody cares about <laughs> the golden rule, bro. <laughs> I'm saying. We should talk about oh man I have some things we can talk about talk about like we gonna write these things down. talk about I got them oh you got them? I got I got a whole list oh boy right. I got about 10 pages of here. Right, <laughs> but um talking about like resentment and stuff right yeah I'll be really quick because I know we're trying to end it but um basically like how uh there are like power structures right and so when you when you're at the bottom of the power structure mm-hmm and you feel like you're being you feel like you're at the bottom of the power structure you start to get like neurotic you start to get uh perturbed like you start to get annoyed and you start to build resentment for those at the top right yeah so that's a big like philosophy about um i believe it was from Karl marx actually and i'm not a marxist i'm not a communist but um talking about how like people at the bottom were like basically being exploited by like the the rich and the the capitalists and stuff like that mm-hmm. and so you know they were building resentment and then eventually that resentment turned into you know the, the communist revolution and that's why like 100 million people died in like china uh over 100 million people died i'm pretty sure it was over 100 million people died in russia you know all that type of stuff but yeah that's a good way to end a good episode, isn't it? <laughs> we were positive this episode. A hundred million people died. <laughs> but, but yeah. So that's us right now. That's where we're at in life. Yeah. The that's righteous right. warriors. We're We're consistently, I said it last episode, I think, but I need to restate it because somebody brought it up to me. We don't call ourselves the righteous warriors because we believe we're already righteous. Yeah. We, believe, we would call ourselves the Righteous Warriors because we're liter- quite literally fighting to get to that point in life, yeah. right? So, that's what it's about. It's not about us trying to say that we're better than anybody because no. we don't believe that at all. No, not <laughs> None all. of us do. No. Um so no, that's, that's, that's perfect about. Correct. N- nobody, probably nobody ever will be, but we yeah. try and get there. But anyways, it's another episode of the Righteous Warrior Podcast. The Righteous Warrior Podcast. Anyways, I guess... Uh, <laughs> All we have left to do is, uh, righteous warriors. <laughs> we out. Peace. Do it.